0: Hello friends, welcome back to the Free Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Shackelford. It has been a while, but we're back with a new episode, and I'm ready to continue to expose the lies and the corruption of the establishment. In this episode, I plan on spending more time discussing a few different topics, um, things related to the messiness of the last few weeks, or really, really the past six months in general, One thing I can't sit back and not talk about right now is the topic of hate crimes in this country, particularly when it is involving a victim or victims who are ethnic minorities. A lot of this is stirred up with me right now because for most of my life, I'll be real. I've been a huge fan of NASCAR. Um, if you know me, you know that it is something I have followed passionately for over 20 years. Um, well, the past week or so, they've been making headlines in, in the news, which is kind of new. I mean, for 15 years now, NASCAR has been on the decline in popularity. But right now, they, in their infinite wisdom, see an opportunity to join in with virtue signaling and getting political. I mean, first couple of weeks back, they banned Confederate flags at the racetrack, mainly at the request of Darrell Wallace Jr., who goes by the nickname Bubba. He is currently the only active black driver in NASCAR's main series, which is the Monster Energy Cup series. The banning of the flag, I don't care about. You know, I don't identify with it in any way. Um, and let's be real. This is a flag that was, you know, flew by the enemy. Some folks argue that the Confederacy just wanted the South to maintain, to maintain control over its economy and exercise their state's rights. I mean, <laughs> rights to what? You know what I'm saying? Slavery... Was it for those few that disagree with me, because I know some people that will disagree with me, with that being the main cause of the American Civil War, do yourself a favor and read the secession letters from the Confederate states. You know, like South Carolina, read what they say, read what Tennessee said, you know, they made it clear that they wanted to continue the practice of slavery in the South. Um, I digress. Listen, what happened, that happened a couple weeks back, and that caused some controversy you know, with the fan base, whatever. But last Monday at Talladega in Alabama um, at the racetrack, apparently one of Bubba's crew members located a noose in the garage stall of the number 43 car driven by Bubba Wallace. Now, NASCAR immediately took this story to the press and Bubba was surrounded by people who, you know, felt bad. Oh my God, this is so terrible and so racist. Now we gotta push his car to the front. In solidarity. Now, meanwhile, myself and everyone I know with a brain is like, hold up, let you know, let's get some facts first. Right now, because of COVID, barely any fans can even come to the track. They just started doing like five thousand fans in stadiums that hold, you know, usually a hundred thousand or more, and they no longer have access to the infield. So it couldn't have been a racist fan or anything like that. And considering cars on the low end usually cost a couple hundred thousand dollars to make, you better believe NASCAR has video cameras around. It's millions of dollars in that garage. There's 40 cars in every garage for one race. A couple hundred thousand, I'm no math whiz, but that's millions of dollars. The case was handed over to the FBI, and within 48 hours, I think it was, it was determined that just the noose was actually a garage pull-down rope that every single garage at the track has. There was no hate crimes. Pictures and video footage from previous races showed that this particular rope has been in that stall for at least the last year. Drivers get assigned the stalls at random, so this couldn't have been intentional. These types of ropes are everywhere. I am—I have one in my own personal garage, and I think most folks do. It makes things easier to pull down. Some in the NASCAR garage... Didn't have the loop. I think some tied it in a loop because, it's, like I said, it's easier to pull down than just a, straight, just a straight rope. But, you know, NASCAR knew that. These people know what they're doing. They've been around that stuff for decades. And they ignored it for publicity, for a dying sport. Um, They knew the media would hype it to no end. And when it came back false, they could do damage control. Bubba still maintains it was a noose, even though originally he never even seen it. It was apparently a teammate of his that's seen it. Um, he's going on CNN and talking to Don Lemon and and saying that he knows what he, he knows what it is. And, you know, he's going to stand up for himself and he's continuing to play the the victim narrative. Um, it's a shame because in 2018, you know, they interviewed him about the Confederate flag and these different things. And he said, I never have any issues with the fans. They don't bother me. This doesn't bother me. But I think now. You know, he's compromised. You know, his career's failing as well. You know, you, you, th- th- this reminds me of almost exactly like the juicy, the juicy Smollett, Um, the guy from the Mighty Ducks and the Empire, Jussie Smollett. There we go. <clears throat> remember last year, I think it was at like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning in Chicago, of all places. It was like January. It was one of the clo- coldest time of the year. I remember it was freezing cold throughout all the United States. But he claimed he was attacked by a couple of white guys, you know, wearing Make America Great hats. They tried to lynch him because of him being gay and black. Um, I don't really think guys watching that you know go to trump rallies and wear make america great hat against I don't, I don't think they're watching the empire personally but you know what do i know you know naturally the media freaked out and you and naturally the facts followed later and it was proven so Mallet hired the assistance of those two nigerian brothers to stage a fake hate crime they got the copies of the checks the brothers own film at the store buying the rope and they even admitted to the authorities once again total bullshit a few years back, remember LeBron James, the king, says someone spray-painted racist graffiti outside the gate of his home in Los Angeles. The cop arrived 30 minutes later, and the graffiti had already been painted over, and James would not show the surveillance footage. Once again, bullshit. Remember Sarah Silverman, the comedian a couple of years ago? I remember she was losing her shit because someone had apparently painted swastikas out on the ground in Los Angeles. Um, Turned out it was construction markings. Of course, these are people who live in gated communities. They never had real work experience. They make millions of dollars crying about their victimhood. You know, enough with celebrities. I mean, does this happen with everyday folks? Well, absolutely. In 2019, shortly after the juicy Smollett lie had been exposed, the Wall Street Journal did a study of 346 alleged hate crimes and determined that at least one in three turned out to be false. That was according to uh, a political scientist. According to the website fakehatecrimes.org, which goes into great depth with these cases, they documented over 150 phony hate crimes against people of color just since the election of Donald Trump alone. That's less than four years ago, and we have over 150 documented cases of hate crimes that turn out to be fake. The mainstream media like CNN, NBC, CBS, they come out and say, Example, a noose has been found at a historical black college or like a black church. Then videos, articles, court documents showcase a black person bringing in the noose or spray painting or whatever the alleged incident is. Little black girl says two white boys held her down and cut her hair. Media runs with it. And two weeks later, the girl admits the line about it. No apologies issued, of course synagogues get anti-semitic crap painted outside they wind up catching a, a, a Jewish guy you know doing it to his own synagogue to continue to pr- promote the narrative of anti-black, anti-Jewish, anti-Muslim get the point they do the same thing to mosque Muslim mosque you know one of the worst examples i've seen with This kind of behavior was the murder of Jasmine Barnes, a seven-year-old girl. Um, Activist, Sean King, Black Lives Matter activist, put out the lie that the murderer was a white man in a red pickup truck. Once again, within a few weeks, the investigation showed it was, in fact, a black person who committed the murder. Now, Sean King is an interesting one. He is actually a white man who literally thinks he is black. I mean, look this guy up. I think Rachel Dozine was another one. She's a white woman who pretended to be black. And I think she worked at like the NAACP or something like that. But look this guy up. Look up his family photos. He looks just like his white siblings. He looks just like his father. There's no evidence of him being a person of color. He claims his father was a biracial man and that his mother was a whore. I mean, I've never met a black man, by the way, or any real man who would ever think about calling his mama a whore. Okay, why is it people like Sean King who claim to be biracial? Bubba Wallace, who his, his father is white, Colin Kaepernick, whose um, father is black, all these mixed folks crying about victimhood more than anyone else, you know? If, you've, if white privilege exists and you are 50% white, why are you choosing to associate with the so-called 50% victimhood? Shouldn't you also associate with the 50, 50% privilege side? I mean, that would only make sense. You can't just hide the fact that you're 50% white if you're 50% black. But you know what? This is an upside-down world anymore. Two plus two probably equals six. Colin Kaepernick. Remember him? He opted out of his 2017 contract option with the 49ers, okay? His last season was 2016. He had a contract option for 2017 that he opted out of. He refused to play for the Seahawks because he didn't want backup quarterback money, even though he was a backup quarterback at that point. Messed up a job with the Ravens because his girlfriend tweeted about Ray Lewis and Ravens owner Steve Bisciotti comparing them to slave and slave owner. He messed up a workout that the NFL arranged for him last year and blamed them for it. The guy didn't want to play football no more because he was in decline. He pretends to be a martyr with no actual facts. And blind people just buy it up. Again, I digress. It just pisses me off when these athletes, actors, artists, you name it, go out and tell us how bad it is. Every celebrity of color says that they can't walk down a street without fear. Everyone who is white tells you how perfect your life is. If you're white, you could be born on drugs, handicapped, fatherless, in poverty, but you still have white privileges, according to folks with millions of dollars. Um, Like last week, the media says just more lies. And it's sad because, you know, they're manipulating people, you know, uh, people that have had a lot of heinous things done to them in the history of America. And they're using the past to manipulate people now, and it's disgusting. But like last week, the media says that there are all these black men they're finding hanging from trees. Well, the investigations are all showing that they are committing suicide. Now, that may be hard to believe if you're you know, a brainwashed person, but not me, because I, I follow the data. Suicides are on a rapid rise for all men of all colors because we're all being fucked with. Not saying it's easier for a woman, none of that exists. It's hard for all of us. But right now, men are there is a war against men. There's a war against masculinity. And it's causing a lot of men, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, to give up on them lives their lives prematurely. So my heart goes out to those people. They found They found again a quote unquote noose last week in a park. It turned out to be a black man put it there for a CrossFit workout. I mean, shit, it's not like he is actually allowed to go in a gym right now. But is he racist too? Because he he hung it there. He's just trying to get a workout in. You know? But real hate crimes, they're going on all across the board. And like usual, if it does not fit the narrative, they will not cover it. I'm going to be done with this subject. But basically... Are you ready? Are you ready for round two of the coronavirus? Now, I say round two because for the first couple of weeks of June, you would have thought that it was over. Considering that the mainstream media briefly dropped the story to tell everyone that they should get out and protest. Protesting has died down a little bit, so let's just get back to the fear mongering. It's working on me right now. I mean, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Just how much worse could it get? Let's listen to our future possible president, Mr. Joe Biden, and what he has to say on the matter.
1: What people drastically underestimate is the impact on the mental health of people who now everything is complicated. Not only is the health care piece, but people don't have a job. People don't have anywhere to go. They don't know what they're going to do. And a lot of people you have unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. Over 100. I mean.
0: That man just wiped out about. 40% of the U.S. population in just a three or four month time span. I mean, if that were true, then yes, I would be truly afraid all of us would. The, the reality is what he said is not true at all. The numbers are like a less than 120,000 or less. Pretty much, pretty much it's fake as we covered in my original podcast. Joe Biden has dementia. They're covering that up, which is why he said that just like everything else that he says, if Trump said it, all hell would break loose. That shows how controlled we are. Where hypocrisy, lies, corruption are the norm, and we accept it. In the time between our last poc- uh, our last episode about this, there have been more interesting developments that, in my opinion, expose this COVID thing even more as the fraud that it is. First here is on May 22nd, the New York Times the Washington Post-CBS headlines saying the coronavirus does not spread easily from touching surfaces or objects. This according to the CDC. Well, wait. What, then why are we still wiping shit down constantly for our safety? I mean, of course, do it already, but now it's overkill. And why? Because it's psychological conditioning. Ooh, I have this invisible enemy that I'm at war with. So I must declare war and wipe things down every 30 seconds and sit in my house wearing a face mask, watching CNN. Meanwhile, you are at war with a real invisible enemy and it is not COVID-19. I'm ranting again, I'm sorry. So why why am I telling you about CBS and all of them, NBC, why? why? I mean, they never cover the truth, right? Well, first, They put out the articles first, but rarely will they give it any actual time in the press or, you know, the nightly news, anything like that. So maybe if you actually taking the time to go read these articles, but that's a low percentage of the population. I mean, why actually read the data if you can flip the script in a 30 second soundbite and just lie to the public? So according to this, the virus is less likely to spread via surfaces. Well, what else? The World Health Organization on June 9th, according to Dr. Maria Van Kerkhove, the WHO technical lead for coronavirus response. She says, from the data we have, sorry, from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. Are you kidding me? That is supposed basis for social distancing and lockdown measures because asymptomatic people who show no symptoms but carry the virus were the people who were being blamed months ago. So how the hell can this thing spread then? Is it just imaginary? By the way, the CDC and the WHO disagree with the other's findings, and they are the medical experts and the authority that we abide by now. That is the second thing mainstream media does, is they put out conflicting information on purpose. Again, this is a tactic of psychological warfare. Project Mockingbird, Operation Paperclip, MKUltra, look it all up. The government bringing in the Nazi scientists, the CIA in charge of media outlets and the information that goes out to the public, the CIA drugging and brainwashing volunteers, then soldiers and private citizens, all declassified. None of it ever stopped. So for days, for days, for weeks, we keep hearing rises in cases, rises in cases. Oh my God. Everyone's getting it now. No, the truth is that we are doing more testing now, millions more a day now, actually, which is why we are continuing to have more cases, but the actual death rate continues to plummet. It continues to decrease how the average age of death for COVID patients is older than the average age of death in America on a yearly basis. That is after 10 states on purpose are sending people infected with COVID-19 into nursing homes to kill old people. Adding gunshot and car wreck victims and calling them COVID-19 deaths. The testing, as we have discussed before, is a fraud. 30 to 70% false positive rates infected with the virus from China. They even got shut down by the FDA for fraud. The tests are a fraud. Still, with all this new information, the mainstream media, the government, your favorite celebrity says you must stay home to save lives and wait for the vaccine. Now listen to Melinda Gates as she sits next to her husband Bill Gates while they tell you who will be getting the vaccine first. The reason we got involved in this vaccine was to make sure there's equitable distribution. The last thing you want is a bidding war between countries for this vaccine. You know, we know there are 60 million healthcare workers around the world who are keeping everybody safe. They deserve to get this vaccine first. And from there, you want to do tiering in various countries to make sure your most vulnerable populations get it. Uh, In in our country, that would be Blacks and Native Americans. (laughs) So first off, you may catch another voice in the background. Some of you know who that is. (laughs) We ain't going to get into that right now. But you hear that. Do you hear that? So Blacks and Native Americans get first dibs. I mean, the history is well documented about what we've done to Native Americans in this country. You know, have you ever looked at a reservation sites what they would what, what they still do to those people what the government has done to those people is disgraceful but let's focus on the black population right now so bill and melinda gates foundation which is helping fund the vaccine efforts which they have already tested and killed hundreds of thousands of kids throughout india and africa with look this up bill gates who says he is worried He's been saying this for years. He's worried about the surge of population in African countries and we need to lower the human population by 80%, primarily using vaccines. He's going to provide a safe vaccine for their beloved black population and Native Americans. So while the establishment bombards you with Black Lives Matter propaganda and how every white person is racist, but the kind of crap, this kind of crap is being planned for black communities and countries. Where is corporate America at right now? Where is all these supposed white allies? Where is Black Lives Matter? Where are all these professors, the college kids, where are they protesting this at? Black on black crime, abortion, low education, vaccines, killing people. It doesn't matter if it isn't divide and conquer, pitting us against each other. That's the only time it matters to them. They are blinding us all on purpose from the real issues. Tell me, is this vaccine going to be anything like the, the Tuskegee the Tusk syphilis experiment? Sorry for my lack of English. When the U.S. government injected black men with syphilis from 1932 to 1972 in the South, and they told him it was free health care. Okay. Injecting and experimenting with people... A specific, a specific ethnic group, by the way, and giving them syphilis to make them go crazy. That's history, folks. The CDC came out and admitted to that years ago. They did the same thing to Guatemalan kids. When, Hic- when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, she came out and apologized 60 years after it happened. They do the stuff to you now and apologize when you're dead. Last thing I wanted to get into during this episode is the dreaded face mask that we are being required to wear right now, even though there is no medical data proving it to be safe. Now it is actually quite the opposite. I mean, for months, myself and everyone I know is complaining about it. They can't breathe. It's causing headaches. It. I mean... Some jackass actually drove for eight hours straight with a mask on their face. Then they passed out behind the wheel and they crashed their car into it. I think it was a telephone pole or or a tree. You know, you can look that one up. Stop wearing it. Stop wearing it in your car, people, please. I mean, come on. I'm going to play a very interesting audio clip of a fella right now using an air quality device showing how these face masks are unsafe to work in and actually violating OSHA standards. Now I'm gonna warn you because the sound in the clip can be very annoying. I might even turn it down myself while I'm playing it, but it is worth every second in my opinion because the truth, it needs to get out there.
1: a little test here today a lot of people are uh saying they're getting headaches and stuff and wearing a mask that they're requiring us to wear pretty much everywhere we go Uh, and i'm going to test oxygen level under a mask using an osha approved air quality monitor that tests for oxygen levels hazardous gas levels lel co nh3 h2s stuff like that this monitor is bump tested every day uh, it's calibrated every 30 days. OSHA requires 19.5% oxygen to work in a space. Look it up. Uh, normal oxygen levels is anywhere from 20 to 21, right in that area. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little test here. I'm gonna put the sampling tube at the corner of my mouth, and I'm not exerted, I'm just standing here. So we're gonna put it right here. That's going straight to the air quality monitor. And we'll see what the oxygen level is. so i've got 20.5 okay 20.6 that is the oxygen level without the mask now i'm going to put the set the camera down put a mask on okay do the same task hose in the same spot Alarm going off, that means that there is a hazardous atmosphere. And we'll see what the uh, levels are. 17.4. 17.5, it's starting to go back up. Okay. It's going to clear at 19.5. Uh, and that's what is required to work in a space. So. you're wondering about headaches and stuff like that, there's why, because you're not getting enough oxygen. If you're exerted, working, running, whatever the case may be, it's only going to get worse from there, so.
0: I mean, when you get a chance, look that up, share that one to your friends and your family. Um, It's going to get removed off social media, of course, but Do it anyway. Just type in air quality device proves face mask unsafe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up here. You know, friends, it's all a lie. It's all an illusion. COVID-19, the race war, the media is hyping up. Left versus right. Privilege. Take care of your health, love your friends and your family, get into your spirit, and I mean, get deep into your spirit. Speaking of the spirit, I'm going to end by playing a part of a song that I, I quoted on the homepage of this podcast, Free Your Mind. It's sung by one of my spiritual idols. I look at him as like a mentor I never met. Mr. Bob Marley and Redemption Song. The government tried to go after him to Look it up. I am not sure that I can even do this, but I will anyway. I, ju- I just think it is fitting to play this song right now, or at least part of it. I'm not going to bore you through the whole thing, but it is um, lyrically. Just pay close attention to it. If anyone, if anyone wants to contact me with questions or recommendations or whatever, you know, email me at RustyShackleford926 at gmail.com. Of course, you know, the spelling, if anyone's having a hard time understanding me, the spelling, of course, is in the podcast. So it'd be easy to find that email if you need to contact me. Um, Until next time, you know, I love you all. Keep fighting back. And here is the legend himself.
1: Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you hear to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever dim Redemption songs Redemption songs here we